Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV... This is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Boom. Higgity, have no fear. Why? Because the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Boom. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. Boom. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody's feeling sane. Hope everybody's feeling really, really disruptive. I know I am. Higgity, I'll say it again. I know I am. Boom. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast in the place to be. World's most disruptive podcast. And you never know when he's going to be here. You never know when he's not going to be here. That's why you keep coming back. The part-time, sometime co-host with the most. I'll say it again. The part-time, sometime co-host with the most. They call him Deuce Collins. They call him Deuce Cuddles. They call him Deuce Pacino is here. Boom. Hey, man, I'm here. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. We're both wearing jackets right now. It's, it, I'm assuming it's really cold in New York. It is not really cold right now, but it's... Dan, what the fuck are you doing wearing a jacket I'm wearing a hoodie inside your house? I'm wearing a hoodie because the window's open, and you didn't let me finish. It ain't that cold. It's Listen, it ain't brick, but for somebody like you, California kid, you would not be happy. It, it, it Fortunately, it's not windy. It's like 40-something. I got a hoodie on. I'm not wearing a jacket. 
got a fucking hoodie on in my house because it's wintertime. I don't like heat. Not good for my, my, my nasal phlegm slash, you know, just overall dry. Motherfucker, you don't start the podcast by attacking me. I brought you in it real... Just, it, what? You look like you're in, you look like you're like in Mammoth or like the Swiss Alps or something. I ain't in like no you Swiss... It looks like you haven't showered in three days. Your hair is like completely disheveled, like comb it before we start the podcast because you know we're on camera too. Um, you look like you're, you're bundled up. Like there's like a fire, like you're about to roast some marshmallows next to your house. I, I don't, I don't know what you're doing over there, but it doesn't look right. And I know you give me that same, same energy when I don't look right. And I showed up looking fantastic. I got my hat on. I got a new vintage jacket on and it's cold here. It's, it's like 60 Ooh. and that's cold. Yeah. That's cold in Los Angeles. Ooh. So I keep a jacket on inside my house, Ooh. but, but. At least I showered. I mean, shit. And you're talking about phlegm and all that stuff. I got a great nasal spray, by the way. If what you is need, it? If you need something to really clean yourself up, hold on. I got I keep it next to my bed. What is it? I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell. I heard about a nasal Brad, gel. No, don't worry about the nasal gels. I'm gonna tell everybody. It's called Flonase. Azelestine. Oh. No, no, no. Fuck Flonase. I've tried it too. Azelestine. Uh, Azelestine nasal spray really clears your shit up. What if is it? Is it prescription? I think it's prescription. You could get it. There's like over-the-counter shit, but it is so good. It, I, I take it before bed because mm. my allergies are fucked. Like it, it clears up your sinuses for real. Anyone looking to like just How be do you able spell to breathe it? for a moment. Azelestine. I want it's, you to spell it because I don't want anyone to DM me saying that. How, how do you spell that nose spray that the shooter was was talking about? A, it's A-Z-E-L-A-S-T-I-N-E. Azelestine. Azelestine hydrochloride nasal spray. Is it Steen? S T E I N? S T I N E. Oh, yeah. Another Jew made this. Yes. Winning again. Winning again. Listen, when it comes to nasal stuff, the Jews. We got that unlocked. Oh, man. Let's be real. I I mean, listen, I don't want to offend anybody, but if you want an ear, nose, and throat guy, get yourself a nice Jewish andor Israeli ear, nose, and throat guy. Because. We do this. We do this. We live this. We right. breathe it or we don't breathe it. That's the thing. Because <laughs> we what, don't you know. breathe it. Right. Well, that's cool. You got some nose spray. Um, mm-hmm. You're here. That's where we're at now at, thir- at 33. We're recommending nasal Fuck. sprays to people. That, that's where, we're, where I'm at now. Because the pandemic that's... shaved off three years of our lives. So I, you know, I really should be 30 instead of 33. You, for some reason, you should really still be 53 and not 50. For, I, I think that you're good on 53. I just think the rest of the world should just, we should get our three years back. But you seem about 53. Dean, I don't know why you're coming at, that's jab number two. No. And I ain't going to fucking no, take like it. A... No, no, no. I'm not taking it. And I'm going to be 54 in March because we're in December now, if you could believe that shit. I mean, this this year just was a... I, I, we were talking the other day. You know, I don't think you could beat 2020. I, I, 2020's hard to beat, but, I, I you know, like if, if you did stats and you broke it down, 2023 is is up there with, with 2020. 2020 is going to be tough to fucking beat because it was so no, much. No, you'll never... Yeah. You'll never, you'll never be 2020, like at least in our lifetime. And we, we well, talked about that when it was going on. Dean, hopefully. honestly, hopefully, because if I could sit here and say 2023 is competitive, not as bad, and we're going into 2024 with some of the factors already in place, 
uh, mm-hmm. going on in Israel, and then pig dick Donald Trump uh, running for election, and he's going to be running for election. I, I don't know why people are mad at me. If I sat here and said, oh, pig dick's not running for election, then they're going to be like, Ray, you said that. He's running. No, he's, no, of course he is. Yeah, I don't know why it, people. It, it, it is just so sad that these are the only two people we have. It, it's like you say, Cadaver Joe, who can't string a sentence together. Cadaver he's Joe. Shaking, like you say, like you say, he's shaking hands with his imaginary friends. He's eating tons of ice cream. He doesn't Ugh. know where he is. And, and it's they got like, him banged up. He looks banged that's up. That's it. And then, and then you got these other two. So you got Cadaver Joe and Pig Dick Donald Trump. And then looming underneath them, uh, you got fucking Ron DeSantos, who is like, I hope he gets locked up. He might run if Trump gets locked up and he can't run somehow, some way. But based on everything I know right now, Pig Dick Donald Trump could run even if he gets locked up. And then you got Gavin with the good hair Newsom. He's like looming just in case Biden dies. Right. This is the, these are the replacement boys. Like if Smoking Joe uh, Biden dies, Gavin with the good hair is gonna plunk in there, and and fucking Ron DeSantos is like, well, if he gets locked up, I have a shot. This this is it. And and Gavin with the good hair. All I have to say is, you're not fooling me or the young shooter. The young shooter is afraid to get out of his car at Rite Aid in Los Santos, one of the one of the most famous popular iconic cities in the world hmm. the young shooter can't even get out of his car at rite aid without fucking i mean you run into rite aid like you're running in there like you're fucking like dodging dodging waves and and like anything could happen to you at a rite aid in la correct shooter a hundred percent and i mean you haven't been here for a while but like i have a 7-eleven down the street from me and and there are so I, at any 7-Eleven in America, for whatever reason, any 7-Eleven in America you go to, there are some characters outside of those 7-Elevens. Anything can happen like, to you. Anything. And it's it's been scary. And, and people are getting really comfortable. Like, they've been showing, like, I'll park in, in 7-Eleven or I'll park at Rite Aid. And then, like, as soon as I open my door, they're at my door. And they're like, hey, got any change? Like, they... There's no like boundaries anymore. Like they're at your window asking for stuff. I had a guy open. I I had a guy at Seven Eleven like this crippled. You mm-hmm. know, he was like mentally ill for sure, but he was crippled. He was homeless. He, his his he was kind of he was majorly hunchback. And he said, "Can a homeless man open the door for you, young man, or whatever?" And I said, "Sure." And and he opened the door for me. He says, "Yes, thank you." And and he says, "And if you can get me something in there, that'd be great." And I didn't have any money to get anything. And so on the way out, he he opened it. And I said, "It's okay, I can open it." And he said, uh, "He said you didn't get me anything." And I said, "I'm so sorry, I don't have anything." He said, "You suck." And I said, "Excuse me." He said, "You stink." And I was like, oh, and I, you know, I just, I scurry over to my car, but it's like, they're angry. And I had a guy at Rite Aid where it was the same thing. Can you get me a beer? Sorry, sir. I only have, and that's kind of my go-to is like, sorry, sir. I only have a card because they, they always want cash. It's like, sorry, sir. I just have my card. He goes, well, put it on your fucking card. I was like, oh, I, I, I didn't, I couldn't come up with anything that quick in that moment for the card thing. So it's like they're getting, they're getting clever, and um, they're up on technology. They know you have Apple Pay. They know you're scanning <laughs> yeah, shit. They're like, they're like, yeah, they, they, yeah, exactly. Put it on your Apple Pay. It's, it is seriously getting scarier though. It's I, like, I don't like it is, either one of those motherfuckers. Yeah, Gavin with like the Gavin, good hair. Your, your hair is not that great. It's not that great. It it's ain't. not that great. 
It's like, I know you're talking about Gavin with the good hair, but it's like, I got product I'm putting in my hair every day. And I, I look in the mirror and I'm like, I, I do my hair better than him. It's like, get a new hairstyle. I don't think it's that amazing as, as you make it seem. And so it's like, without the good hair, what do you really bring to the table at that point? Yo, I got to tell you, my friend, I like, I like your whole vibe today, my man. I like your Thank whole you, man. vibe. I like your whole flow. I like your Thank attitude. You. I like that you're you're comfortable, but you're also a little bit like, you know, feisty. I like your whole mm. thing, my friend. Thank you, man. I know where I stand. I know when to not cross the line with you. And uh, um, no, I, I just appreciate this is that. this is why this is why this is oh wh man what what no I was just gonna say this is like this is like hearing a parent tell you that they, they're proud of you for the first time in your life for, coming are from you. Are you kidding me? I have been fucking coddling you since <laughs> the day I met you. I have been doing line readings with you. I have, I, I made you go viral before viral was a thing with our first word home freak out in 2000. What year was that? 2006 on Jimmy Kimmel. And, and no one knew what the fuck was going on. They didn't on have Jimmy a Kimmel. Yo, they didn't have a clue. We should pull that. We should pull that clip. And because that you don't have the high they didn't res, have a clue. You don't have the no. No one has the high res. That that's not that's that's long gone. My tapes were delete. My tapes were uh, stolen out of my car. I don't have a high res of that. But we fooled we gotta everybody on that Jimmy up. Kimmel. We got to put that back up because that was. I mean, since then we've been. So don't tell me your your parents praise. I've been giving you love, support from day one. The people I love know. the young. First of all, also shout out to my guy X. Uh, who, who works uh, over here uh, near me, uh, my man X from the BX, uh, who's a big fan of the young shooter, Deuce Collins, Deuce Cuddles. Uh, also, shout out to the Rapper Pack um, across the globe. Switzerland, in France, in uh, Italy, uh, in Israel, uh, in fucking Sweden, uh, in South America, uh, in Europe, Canada, uh, and of course, United States of America. All you guys, all the fans that have been supporting us and continue to support the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, always, always, first and foremost, without you guys, we're just two freaks. And we're still that with them. We're still that, or, or you're still that for sure. I, I kind of balance it out. I See, that's the difference is like, I know when I'm mentally unstable where I'm like, okay, time to go to the doctor, time to fix my medication. You, you don't know when you're mentally like unstable. And that's what's, that's what scares people. So with or without the people, you're still a freak. You're still unhinged. And, and that's okay. As long as we can admit it, that's the first step is, is, you know, I have a problem. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends, we're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like you a lot today, my man. I like Thank you, you man. very, very, very much. Um, before we get off of the politics, two things. Because I want to ask you a question. Remind me to ask you a question. As of the recording of this I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, right before the uh, recording, gorgeous George Santos. Gorgeous George Santos was expelled from Congress. The, the shit stain of Nassau County. Uh, not only was he was in the embarrassment to Long Island, he was the embarrassment of the Republican Party. The Republican Party doesn't even want anything to do with you. They kicked you the fuck out. So now what you got to do, George, gorgeous George, you drag queen denier, is put on your size 14 Manola Blahnik shoes and get the fuck out of here. Get to stepping. Put on your fucking high heel shoes, okay? Uh, uh, put on your fucking bra, your makeup, and just fucking sh- sashay out of here, you f- lying fucking weirdo. What a fucking weirdo. Even even they were like, it's too much. Do you know how hard it is to get kicked out of the Republican Party? And you were one of these ride-or-die freaks. Like, Marjorie Taylor Greene will never be kicked out. And trust me, they want to kick her out. They just, they, she's like the guard dog. Dude, she's like a security dog, like that'll bark at everybody. And like people are like, I'm just an old lady. And like she's she's barking at everybody that walks by. And and so they have they have some worth with her. Gorgeous George, they they sent you packing. So put your fucking toiletries, your makeup, your eyeliner, your fake fucking eyelashes, your wigs, whatever the fuck you're into, your OnlyFans account, and get the fuck out of it. I don't know where you're gonna go. 
I don't know what you're going to do, but here's a tip. You want to you wanna do something for yourself? You do the old Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen. Start a podcast and just start dropping fucking dimes and dropping bombs on all these other fucking piss bags. Straight piss bags from the GOP. You do that. That's a good idea. And this is like, he's a staple in your, like, oh, within the politicians. This guy is like... Oh, gorgeous George? He's one of my that's, guys. That's your guys, yeah. I forgot to tell you, when I was at D.C. at the at the rally, um, the, yeah. the march, I don't think I mentioned this to you. Gorgeous George, George Santos, was right there in front of me. Like, oh, I literally I could... He was, he was within arm's distance. I got a picture of him. Like, he's right... In, like, I wasn't going to say shit to Gorgeous George, good or... I'm not on to that running up on people, and it certainly wasn't the time to run up on him at the uh, the Israeli um, Jewish uh, rally uh, in D.C. But he was right there, and I was bugging. He had the makeup on and everything, and I was I got to tell you something. Gorgeous George is built like a fucking weeble wobble. He's got a weird figure <laughs> on him. No, I'm telling you. And even, really? Oh, he looks like shit. Um, bigger than I thought. About six three. Probably weighs about two sixty. Weird shape though, w really weird fucking shape. A uh, nice hair and nice skin, baby soft skin. Uh, but uh, gorgeous George was right there. I also told you Lurch Fetterman was there too. But gorgeous George was right in front Lurch of me. Lurch Fetterman, <laughs> that's amazing. I wonder if you like went over and asked for a photo with any of these people. They'd just be like, no, like they're very aware of you. And they, they George would, wouldn't they have gotten wouldn't a photo. I mean, what is he gonna say? Baby soft skin though. That's that's crazy. You were really close right next to him. Had like, to have been. Like, I literally, not that I would ever touch, a, I don't touch anybody. I'm saying I literally could have, like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, bye-bye, um, gorgeous George. So long, sucker. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to ask you, were you going to re remember for me, because I said to you, remind me that I have to ask something. I forgot. I forgot what you reminded me. I didn't even know what, you, what it was. What, what I was said, it? remind oh, me. Hey, you should... Yeah. Did you remember to ask me something now? I remembered, but if I hadn't, everybody would be like, oh, you said you were going to ask something. I would have forgot. My well, memory, yeah. I, I, I just well, asked you, you two ask minutes me? ago. I just like short-term memory. I mean, I stopped smoking weed like a year and a half ago. It's still like really like ruined me. My memory shot. Okay, don't, don't okay, trust me okay. With no one cares. No one okay. cares. <laughs> well, what were you going to ask me? I was going to ask you, what do you think about me running for president? Oh, I think it would be... What do you think about me running for president? Oh, God. I think... I think America would crumble within within the year. What do you think about... I think it would somehow be... It would be like 10 times worse than Donald Trump. Wow. Um, you fucking... I you think, little fuck you. I think there would be riots all... all Across every city would have riots. Um, the Seven Elevens and Rite Aids would be way worse. I'll tell you that much. Um, it would be a shit show. It would be a fucking shit show. Fuck is what yeah. it would be. People fuck would yeah. be like, "Who the fuck is this guy running our country?" Fuck yeah. I mean, Donald Trump. We 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 knew him from The Apprentice, and and you know he was already like fucking billionaire. Like, what are you? What are you bringing to the table I, as the president? I am bringing some grit. I am bringing some truth. I am bringing some. One thing that I would pride myself on is if I fuck up, I'd say, I fucked up. That's the one thing I think politicians, I made a mistake. Be, stop fronting and acting and, and lying and acting like you didn't make a mistake when we already, and stop double talking and fucking triple entendre. That would be my one thing is like, ah, yeah, listen, 
I wanted the tax down. I pay them also. I mm -hmm. fucking pay them also, and they ain't down. I tried. We're going to go at it again next year, though. That's what be the kind of shit I'd be talking. The pressers would be awesome. Um, I yeah, but the pressers wouldn't be like, I feel like they, they'd be like from your phone. Like the only difference it would be is like you'd be ranting into your phone. And you'd have secret service in the background instead of your Starbucks. Like, I feel like that would be the only thing that would like somehow we'd stream it from the phone. Like, would you be on Instagram as the president? Oh, the yeah. Way that you're doing it? Oh, yeah. I'd have my own mic. I'd have the Michael Rappaport account, but then I'd have the presidential stamp next to it. Okay, that's pretty cool. You see? I, I can understand. Yeah, I, I, I kind of. You see what I'm I, saying? I can be on board. And then what? What would that make me? Am I like running oh, for anything? Am oh, I part get of the cabinet? I don't know. What do you want? To, what, what's your, what's your strong suit? You could be. You oh, could be. Fuck. Listen, I'm throwing a couple of things at you, uh, out there. You okay. could definitely be a part of. Uh, um, I mean, you could be PR. I'll give yep, you up. I'm good with people. You're good. You'd be great with people. You'd be Thank you. You'd be great. You'd be great. People would be like, Abby, like, I don't feel good. Go talk to Dean. And I'd be like, I'm sorry. Like, he's fucking nuts. Like, what, what can you do? And then you'd be like, you know, yeah, can I get you a latte? Because like, we'd have a nice latte bar set up at the White House. I mean, yo, it would so be. I'd be an errand boy. No. No, I'd give you. I, I'm asking you, what do you want? Department of Health? Department of Transportation? Oh, fuck. fuck no. I'll do Department of Transportation. That'd be fun. But I, I'll take anything at that point. Department as long of as Fitness? Can, like, what do you want to do? No, I don't want that. I just want to be able to like, because I think I think the White House has a bowling alley in it. I just want to be able to like go bowling every now and again, use the pool, invite some friends over. I got you. I got you. I got We'd you. We'd have a good time. We'd have a good time, and we wouldn't and we wouldn't uh, host people and and cater McDonald's. I'll tell you no. that to, to NFL players. It'd be sushi like, bars. Like I have like fucking Matsuhisu himself there. I would Jones literally on third. Oh my God, Sugarfish! Uh, we have, have we have we'd open a Sugarfish in the White. We'd have a fucking in, sushi chef, a presidential sushi chef. My man would carry with fucking. He'd have knives, fish, salmon, mm -hmm. cucumber rolls, salmon rolls. The whole we'd have sushi two, three times a week. My friend, we take that care of business. Sick. Get you a little blue suit. You'd be running around in a little suit. Have you suited and booted, my man? <laughs> that would be fun. We'd have a good time. That's like Richie Rich or something. Like that that is really cool. That's fun. We'd have a good time. I could see it. I I now I'm starting to see the vision. Great. I I, I got a question for you. Oh, well, yeah. Go ahead. What do you, what what are you, you gonna go ahead? I, I was gonna ask you well, I already know because you you recommended a documentary to me. And I was like, okay, what is it? And you you texted me and you said all you said was new cult doc out. It's called Love Has One. On HBO, trust me, watch it. And I was like, Mother okay, I'll God, check it out. Love has won. No, no. Okay. Or is it? I called, think it's called. I think it's called Love has won. Cult of Mother God. Whatever. That's that's what I think it is. But it is three episodes. You weren't lying. It's a wild fucking ride. Um, now I I started to watch this. You know, I picked up Subway and, you know, I like to eat when I watch documentaries or whatever. I like to like, oh, I got a new show on. I'm like, you know, I'm going to get some sweets, whatever. So I, I, I like picked up some lunch and within the first five minutes, I, I don't want to, this is sort of a spoiler. No, go uh, ahead. It's not gonna, Spoil. Okay. Within the first five minutes. You don't actually minutes, call it a spoiler. You call it an enticer. An enticer. So it's pretty disturbing. It's a disturbing documentary, but I have well, to say I was- are. They I know are. they are, but, but within the first... These fucking cult docs, are, they're, they're crazy. 
they're crazy. But this this woman named Amy Carlson, who's the leader of the of the cult talk, I have to tell you, I was all aboard the crazy train when the mummified corpse appeared within the first five minutes. They're showing this shit on body cam. It is so out there. I, I thought it was fake. I thought it was an alien or something. I mean, I was like, this is not real. I had to stop eating my food. It was so deeply disturbing. There's three episodes. It is what 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 is your take on, on the cult doc? Well, the cult doc is now like break it down for people. The the cult doc, first of all, the cult doc in general, the, the genre of cult docs is now like murder docs. Yes. Because this one also, cult doc, sometimes um, you get a double winner. Sometimes it's a cult doc that turns and into a murder. a murder doc, or it's a murder doc that turns into a cult doc, vice versa. This, this story is about a woman who's totally out of her fucking mind, first and foremost. That's rule uh, number one. She didn't start she, that way, though. Like she, yeah, she, she came did. From, she, like, ran a McDonald's. She came from a good family. You know, she... She was doing karaoke. Like, she seemed like she was fun. Like, she seemed like a, a good friend to people or something. I don't know. And then she was totally out of her mind from the beginning. And when you go back in time and you see how she started thinking, I'm God. She she, she said, I'm God. God's a woman. I'm Mother God. She called herself Mother God. Yes. And she was trying to find Father God, who was just And she like, found a few Father Gods. You see how I said you could have wound up being like a second or third string Father God? I could have been a Father God. Somehow, Yo, if I joined that party, you would have been Father God until fucking until like the Benicio del Toro God came in there. There was like a Javier Bardem, sick, methadone, homeless person who thought he was God. Also, of course, number rule number one. Also, they're all on drugs. You, you don't yes. think like I could get thinking for a, a, like a bad trip on mushrooms, a bad trip on acid. You could think for a day or a weekend. You're God or you have God-like qualities. But when you start to think, believe that you're actually God, that's a sustained high. And they were on that from the jump street. Well, that's and, the, and, the, the, the cult loves to party. I mean, holy shit, they love to party. They're they're taking all sorts of psychedelics. Every anything. shot, they're smoking weed. They're hitting bongs. Drinking they're, they're doing, weed, uh, alcohol, brown, alcohol, that brown. Alcohol, they're just they're calling it medicine while they're chug while they're chugging vodka every day. It's like it's medicine. Um, that cult loves to party. I mean, it was it uh, you know it looked like a fun time to be honest with you. If that was kind of what you were into, but they all look fun in the in the beginning. There's always that part of the cult doc, whether it's Wild Wild Country, the Bikram, any of them. There's always that part where like it was like a little. They always say this. It was like a little family. We mm -hmm. became like a little family. They. They all say that at a certain point, you know, it everything was going great. And then there's always the, that's always the end of an episode. And then they, the preview for next episode, you start to see like windows getting broken, you screaming and yelling. There might be a physical altercation. Someone's yelling at the camera, yelling off camera. And then, you know, okay, this is the crescendo. And now we're at the, this is bottom down. The, the fucking roller coaster is now heading to the bottom of the ride. And listen, uh, it's just another, <laughs> another great, fantastic cult documentary. I remember when we had those great directors on that wild, wild country. Um, and they, they've just been finding the nutjobs. The crazy thing about this is that the gist of the story takes place between 2015 and 2021. Mm -hmm. And, 
this cult was making money doing YouTube videos, selling products. Um, they had a nice YouTube audience and they would YouTube all day to keep that money. And of course there's, you know, there's always a money scam. There's always a money scheme. There's always a guy, a, a money steal. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you who that is. That's, um, uh, Michelangelo, the angel Michelangelo, Michael, isn't that what they call him? The angel Michael? Miguel. Yeah. Miguel, the Michelangelo, Archa whatever. Archangel Michael, yeah. The Archangel Michael, of course, is the only person that didn't participate in the documentary. But they had a YouTube channel, and they were making, you know, substantial amount of money. And then, of course, they move here, and they move there, and then there's taxes, blah, 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 blah. Uh, trouble ensues, and it's a great—we—we we, listen, I didn't sleep the night before we watched it, and my wife was like— you know, let, let's, uh, you know, try some, watch something different. So she said, I saw this thing about this documentary. We found it. We started watching it. We watched all three episodes. We stayed up later than we planned. And mm -hmm. we were just like, what the fuck is going on here? So that's a rave, rave review. No, uh, one, 100%. I, I stayed, I, because I, I knew we were doing this podcast this morning and me and my girlfriend stayed up, watched the rest of the two episodes and I, it is just so crazy because all these like they they say that they're galactics that are going to come and like oh. she's going to ascend and for some reason why are, why, are all, why are all the galactics famous actors specifically they they her, had her, her galactics were Tupac Robin Williams was was like speaking to her every right. single episode and and how dare you like how shameful to bring Robin Williams into your fucking crazy cult shit. And, and Gene Wilder is giving her lollipops. He's, he's given everybody lollipops throughout the cult. I mean, it is so weird. And Donald Trump was on there for some reason. They're loving of Trump. They were on that QAnon shit. Remember they were on that QAnon shit for a while. It was very on brand for them to like love Trump and be on the QAnon shit. But they and, thought uh, Tupac was one of their angels. They had like, I was like, wow, what a fucking, what a star pack group of It's <laughs> yeah. not like just like, you know, Annette from down the street who worked at the uh, the Delicatessen. No, it's like fucking Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Robin well, Williams was her number. She thought Robin Williams was like, give. And then it, they were it, on that metal. They were on that silver, right? Remember, they, they were, were drinking making, silver. They were drinking silver. They were turned her fucking were, shit blue. They turned blue her on fa it. Her face was blue, but I mean, it just the, Mother God to me it was just insulting to all the cult leaders out there who actually put effort into running their cults. Because I was watching this thinking, this is the lowest level ever that's put into a cult. I mean, it was just a group of mentally ill people who kind of found each other on the internet, and it's like I feel bad. You know, I was kind of laughing a little bit, you know, watching it, but it's like this woman's an alcoholic and they they wouldn't go to a hospital. They're so against capitalism and all that stuff, but they're like selling they're throwing, products not, on they, fucking even, line. They call it the 3D world. Three, yeah, they call it the 3D world. Anyway, watch it. It's three episodes. It's so out there and so deeply disturbing. I have to cover my eyes for a lot of it because I can't I can't deal with like the body cams and the fucking mummified corpses and shit. But it is really out there and, and these people yes. who were these people who were in the cult they they interview them a year later and they're still all so batshit crazy no one there maybe was one guy in the cult who kind of got out and was like yeah this was really weird but all of them are still fucked up and and that and the main guy who played father god or not played father god who who was father god like the, the javier bardam yeah, guy i thought i thought i think shia labeouf should play him in a movie i think he would rock that role 
Shia um, would be good, or I, I thought like younger Benicio or Javier Bardem. Yeah, or, he had like an like Anthony Kiedis vibe. He was like, yes, all, yes, he out of his all, fucking mind. And out of, of course, his you know, it always happens. They, they always get skinny at a certain point, and they always start having teeth issues. They, they, That's they, meth. The cult never has like an in-house dentist. They never have an in-house dentist. Yeah, the teeth issue. Well, they were getting sores, and and, and that was definitely meth going on there, and uh, and alcoholism. But yeah, they all get so they're all so emaciated. It is it is deeply disturbing. But it's like, and you know what? I think that you. I was thinking about this. I was thinking. Oh. What, you, what, what, what were, I'm sorry. What were you thinking? I was thinking you, I feel like would be dumb enough to join a cult. Like, I feel like you would be persuaded into like, I, I could see you joining a cult. Like somehow being like, oh shit, like I snapped my fingers. Now I'm in a cult. You think I could join a cult or I'd be a cult leader? No, I don't think you'd be a cult leader. Maybe you'd be, a, I don't think you'd be a cult leader, but I think you could join a cult. I think that you would join a cult. If I wanted to, I could be a cult leader. But I don't have the heart to do that. I don't. I don't have the heart to trick people and take advantage of people like that. I really don't. I know you I, don't. But but it shows. What, show, it goes what to the fuck are you going to say? I was going to say it goes to show you that I think anybody could be a cult leader because Amy Carlson had you know she would live stream these things and she had nine people in her live stream and she was like oh shit I got nine people in here what the fuck is that and she started it was like her ego she didn't like that she was like why are there only nine people in here like I'm. I'm Mother God. I'm I'm God. No, why, you're why do not. I, you're you're not, and you're not. You're my not Mother God. God. You're you're not my Mother God. You're not the Mother God. You're not God. You're not like the female. You're you're just a fucking like an alcoholic who's on that brown, uh, taking mm -hmm. too much silver and and smoking too much weed. Like you're not God. You're just a fucking crazy lady, and your whole crew is nuts. Absolutely nuts. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. you been doing what else is going on that's it man i've been watching a lot of movies going to a lot of movies saw napoleon saw fucking napoleon oh can't, can't don't don't recommend it walking phoenix and napoleon he's so modern it's like what are you doing in napoleon it's like uh, he's riding horses and shit it's, it ain't gladiator ridley scott is i always thought he was kind of a hit or miss this director but lately it's just been a miss i don't and now he now he signed on to do gladiator 2 ridley scott i think it's like leave it alone Leave, Leave it, alone. it alone, man. Jesus Christ. There's but, but, other stories to tell. Napoleon, again, it was like two hours and 40 fucking minutes. Ugh. I can't go see a goddamn movie without it being two and a half hours. It's like, it doesn't need to be this long. And and That's, um, called a, that's a miniseries. It's a miniseries. And I, I don't recommend it. I think it was like really whatever. Have um, you watched anything else on, on uh, TV or anything? Nah, nothing. Fuck. I'm I'm always on my 90 Day Fiance. It's like my favorite reality show. You, what what about you with reality and the housewives and all that stuff going on? Well, uh, you know, Vanderpump Rules starts in January. As I told you, this I am Rapport Stereo podcast recording in December. We have Potomac. We have um, uh, Salt Lake City. We have uh, Married to Medicine. We have Miami, and we have Beverly Hills. All flying their colors right now, fantastically, and. Soft, soft, soft mention, not confirming or denying it, but I might actually be starting my podcast, my all-reality podcast uh, with Kibi, with my wife. Uh, the people want it. We're ready to do it. Uh, do I it. Think the, oh, my God. I fully support that. I think that will be... Now, wouldn't that be crazy if you started that podcast and within like two weeks, that became way bigger than the I Am Rap Report Stereo podcast. Well, that Just would out be, of nowhere. That would Just be like, very, very hard to do. The I Am Rap Report Stereo podcast, I think we're at 1,825 episodes in. Um, listen, there's no doubt about it. The reality of Rappaports uh, right. or, or the Rappaport uh, reality, we haven't come up with the, uh, we, we haven't locked <laughs> the name yet. That's going to be a successful podcast. Um, I could wax poetic. We can wax poetic on all things uh, reality TV. We could have you come in and bring a special 90-day uh, fiancé correspondent. Would love to. Me and my girlfriend watch 90 Day religiously. I watch all the spinoffs. I could come in there. We could do a little double date type action. We'll, we'll 90 talk day about fiance that. 90 Day Fiancé correspondent. You're the special 90 Day Fiancé correspondent, Dean Collins. Thousand percent. Oh. I, I, I will... Uh, a hundred percent be a part of that. I, I would love that. I really, really would love that. Do you have a resume you could send in? Oh yeah, I could do that. I, okay. I could do that. Easily I'll type it up a little later after the pod. Um, but yeah, it, it might be coming. So I'm watching all my stuff. 
NBA is cooking up. The the NBA in-season tournament is finally down to uh, a semifinals and all that stuff because nobody, listen, nobody knew what the fuck was going on. There's there's points and the, it, the whole thing was just confusing, but it's been good basketball. We got the, N, uh, the NFL. We got fantasy football. I am playing Bowie in fantasy football this weekend. Love that. I love Bowie. Love Do that you? fucking guy. Yeah. Love him. You want him to beat me? Oh, my God. I'm always rooting for Bowie. I mean, I'm always on your side, but when it comes to Boofy, I have a real soft spot for him. I ran into him in Sugar at Sugarfish in Beverly Hills. I, I was like, my eyes were fluttering. Uh, like It was really like a spectacle to see him in person because you, you feel like he should be... It's like, whoa, you're supposed to be in a cage right now, and you're out like walking amongst other people like he's he's the monkey and and it's like whoa like seeing him just like getting lunch like regular people do like eating sushi which is crazy to me because it's like you're supposed to be eating bananas you're supposed to be eating like i don't know like dry food or whatever they whatever they feed you and it's like to see him getting like american food you know and walking like like walking up right upright was crazy and he had like friends with him and i was like whoa this is this is wild this is wild but and, and it's like he comes over and he says hi and he's and he's he's i'm introducing him to my dad and my sister and he's very polite but you also have to keep in mind yes he's polite yes he's very nice in the moment but at any point he could snap and he could attack. That's the thing about it. It's like, you never know what you're going to get, but he was very, very nice and very well behaved in a restaurant like that. Cause it's an upscale, it's an upscale restaurant, but to see him out in the streets, it's like, whoa, it's really something. Yeah. It's shocking. It's, it's shocking, shocking to see, him, it's to see shocking. him in public. And a lot of people, they're like, oh, that's a person. But the people in the know are like, they're always like a little leery. Like any anything could happen. Don't get too close to it. Smile at it. <laughs> you know, don't Smile. make eye contact with it because, you know, that could throw them off. And, and just, you know, get out of the way. Because that, you could laugh all you want, Gorilla. You can, right. you can. You know, have your fucking California roll in the sushi restaurant all you want. They trained him to drive cars and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But you'll always be a dirty, stinky, shit-lipped, bad breath, rotten tongue, vicious fucking gorilla. Always and forever. I period. don't feel that way about him. That that's the way the because he looked clean. He I have to say he looked way cleaner than you look today. He looked fantastic. He was showered. He, his he had a fucking golden smile. I mean, it was it was sparkling. Those and, teeth. Uh, How did the teeth look in person? The teeth you, were, they, it's it, hard. It, I mean, they, they fucking hypnotize you. Like well, it's hard. Shakira says these yeah. these hips don't lie. These Those lips don't, don't lie. lie. Oh, the lips don't lie either. Yeah, no, it's hard to like when you're having a conversation with him not to like f get the urge to take out your phone and just start snapping photos of the teeth like mid-conversation. They're so I, big. I love them. I love him. I love him to death and uh, I I'm just always support him in everything that he does. So I hope he beats your ass in fantasy. Um. Anyway, all right, well, listen, what can I say? <sighs> we could go on and on and on, but then, uh, you know, then we'd have it. Then we'd have a fucking hour and a half pod that no one wants to hear. Just like I don't want to go see two and a half hour films, no matter who's directing them. Well, Scorsese. that's not true that no one wants to hear. I mean, no, people want so to hear good. it, but at a certain point, it's like let's 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 leave them wanting more. Yeah, that's what I think. Because some of these three hour podcasts, I'm just like, God oh damn, my God, 
Holy shit, three hours, huh? That's what we're going to do here, huh? If I'm on a road trip, fantastic. But other than that, it's like, let's let's end it. Let, yeah, let sitting dogs lie. Is that what they say? Yeah, let's sleep and dogs lie. And they sitting also say, sleeping. you know, sleeping. And, and they also say, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but. But what? Ultimately, but what? The, the, that horse has to drink its own water. You're not going to make him drink it. That, they that say you can lead a horse too. to water, but ultimately the horse is going to drink its own water. Yeah, it's like it, it's if the horse feels up to it, or, it, or if ultimately you can lead a horse to water, but if it isn't thirsty, he's not drinking until he's ready to drink the water. Yeah, or what? Yeah, exactly. So that applies to this too, right? Right. Came saw disrupted. Kiggity came, siggity saw. Diggity disrupted. We're out. Have no fear. Uh, Miles and Jordan, the Bleach Brothers, take us out of here. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Miles Jordan, take us out of here with something real nice. Take us out of here with something real loud. But most importantly, take us out of here with something real funky. See, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're done. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition Podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.